1: What is going on, L.A.? Brian Kamanitsky filling in for Travis Rogers. Uh, appreciate you guys being a part of the show. we got a lot to get into today. I'm excited to about into. that. BK. I, I'm glad it's to that. see you across the table Thank here. you.
2: And it's like it's not like, you know. hey, we're here for three hours and I got nothing. Like, yeah. That would have been sad to me. But this is well, much I, better. I have at least 45 minutes of material. Of con- <laughs> at least 45. Of hot radio yeah. content. Yeah. So Travis once, doesn't work anymore, does he? Once that forty five is up, then I can't we, promise yeah, you that, anything. We it is I'm telling people. <laughs> ten to ten forty five just stay is gonna here. be fire, as the kids say. Fire. You know, and then Trav, go go on with your day. By the
1: way oh, Trav still hasn't said anything to me of where he was going yesterday. I no don't either. Is this you know how he always the guy always blames me for not saying It's communicating. all baseball,
3: probably. It's like or Bobby took him somewhere. He gets
1: mad at me when I don't give him details in my life, and he wants all the details. Yesterday, we we're doing the promo, and he's like, uh, "Hey, I'm not in uh, tomorrow." Actually, I don't even think he told me he's not. in. I think Emily told me that he's not in tomorrow. So I'm doing the promo. It's like you'll figure it out. <laughs> and in the promo, he's like, uh, "Yep, I'm not going to be here." And don't worry about where I'm going. And that's the last communication I've had with him. I probably won't talk to him again until next week. So,
2: I don't. Know what what if he's is. an assassin? Cryptic of some sort. He could be. Double agent.
1: 100%. Spy. Yep. I can see him. You know when they have in some of the movies where the lasers are everywhere uh-huh. and you have to kind of move your body in a certain way to make sure that the sensors right, you don't, don't touch go them. off?
2: You're going to tell me that's not Travis? I. What if he's like, you know, he gets out of here and he takes off like the, the whole body suit. What does that mean? And underneath <laughs> he <laughs> is, he is a. What is, a, that, fit. What is Adonis, that supposed to mean? Like perfectly fit. Like this is the whole thing is a ruse. Because, you know,
1: I'm going to have to bring this up to him that, I, that when, I, I'm, when I'm I went noting through...
2: That I made a note of as he, I think, once put it, his carriage. A man of a certain carriage. I All I is said how he was, to himself.
1: "There are lasers, and he's got to kind of move his body I'm a certain that, way." And you as said, we look at him now, said, the, the,
2: the layout of the his lasers becomes so body very important.
1: Wasn't the way his body is? I'm, I'm leaning into the, the spy hell is thing. That, man. I'm saying,
2: if he if he really is a spy, wouldn't that be tremendous cover?
3: It's a zipper down his back, and it's yeah. underneath. It's just like a lizard, like in like old Scooby Doo. you would whatever. only tell,
2: he would <laughs> a
1: lizard. He would I don't only know. tell one person. About this, it would be Taylor. Taylor would be the only person that has a, any information on Taylor this.
2: Taylor is responsible for zipping up uh, the suit. Yeah, he exactly. can't no, do it yeah. himself. I think we need probably. to check <laughs> his
0: Twitter. He'll probably be double posting something. <laughs> yeah. Do you know about this? He's hmm. a double photo guy. He not doesn't know it. <laughs> not two different photos.
1: It's the same photo twice on Twitter. He what?
3: So, Brian, let me explain this. So, um, <laughs> it might sort of, be
1: my favorite. I gotta actually, I gotta like this I in Pandora that gets it. me,
3: that gets me going. So, um he went to the All Star Home Run Derby, and so he uh, was sitting on the like left field line, and he posted a picture of the like 76 sign in the, in the scoreboard, and it's like, "I want something to hit over that." And so we're like, "Okay, I saw it on Twitter. I have like notifications for Travis whenever he tweets, so I know exactly what he's saying." Keep so, an eye on your boy. Yeah, exactly. And so then he. He posted again, and it's when like Pete Alonso he thought had gone over the thing. It's the same photo. It's not like a photo after Pete Alonso took the hit the home run, it was the same photo. And he just was like, Ooh, he almost hit it over that. Anyway, <laughs> and so then last Friday, he posted a picture of his martini and it said, Sure. Tra- typical Travis tweet. Yep. And he posted the same thing twice and he got, same like, photo
1: yeah same martini he had great
3: interaction on both Does photos. He realize i actually was th-
1: analyzing the photo i'm like okay maybe this is martini number two <laughs> mm. maybe because i won by the way i'm a, spot the differences I'm, no judgment I'm, I'm a fan of the tweet here if you just put sure and it's just a martini and then you post another one up let's say a half hour later with your second martini i i think that's a i think that's a smart little yeah smart little series of tweets there no no it's the same photo because the hand was there and the thing was there, <laughs> so I just texted him. I just said, I don't "Hey, think he knows." I just said, "Look, the show started. Anything you'd like to say, and we'll see if he, we'll see if he responds." Most His likely, hand, I probably won't get. He's he's. he's I won't get a text back Saturday.
2: Russian hackers right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so uh, I mentioned this, and we got we got from a, a literal standpoint. today's an interesting day because August fourth is the day LeBron James can be offered an extension. Dodgers and the Padres will play each other tomorrow, which will be interesting after the trade deadline. So we got a lot of good sports stuff to get into. If you want to continue to call in, we had such unbelievable stories yesterday about personal experiences with Vince Scully. So anybody that wants to call in about that, uh, BK, you know, certainly chime in from your perspective as well. Uh, we'll do that throughout the show as well. Um, I do want to throw out one thing here. So I, I'm taking a, taking a flight here to Seattle right after the show, and I told Baller. Her, I don't, no. When's, when is there, the flight? There is no baller. I got demolished on this flight. And I tried, I was telling these guys uh, probably about a week ago. I was telling my girl, she's like, hey, we got to book the flight. I'm like, the tickets are so bad. They're so expensive. Why do we have to hurry up and book them? Why don't we just wait a little bit longer? Maybe as we get closer to the flight. You're doing like
2: like StubHub where you're you're hoping right before the the plane leaves, like they'll go on a cheap,
1: like a real deep discount? I'm not sure what I'm doing, but I'm like, I'm already going to get demolished for buying the tickets as is. They just kept going up, kept going up. Finally, she's like, I'm booking the freaking tickets. So I got screwed on that. Mm -hmm. So I tell her, I'm like, she tells me yesterday, I'm like, where are we sitting? And she goes, um, she kind of tried working around it. She's like, well, here's what happened, and then you know, anytime you start a story like that where you're already tr- trying to justify, I'm, I don't even know the details, and you're already making, you know, you're already trying to explain to me as if you work for the airline company. There are 29 rows on this flight. What row do you think I'm in? I'm gonna say 29. I'm in 29. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't okay. recline your okay. seat in row okay. 29. By by the way, so you got the row you got the seats on your left, the seats on your right. The seats on your left, how many rows do you think they have? 28. They have 28. Why do they have 28? Bathroom? Because there's going to be a bathroom in the 29th row. Okay? So we're in the 29th Not even row. with a
2: door. It's a, it's just a bathroom in the 29th <laughs> row on the right side. This
1: happened. I don't know. I, I can't remember how long ago it it's was. It's a curtain. It was like six oh. months ago, something like that, where I'm in the final row, and I'm in the aisle, so I'm... I can open the door for everybody. You need to go use the restroom. <laughs> like I got to a point where I was kind of like the guy. You know, you walk into a, you know, you walk into Here's, a restroom and somebody has gum and they have mints and they have everything else and they spray the you a attendant. little
2: bit cologne. I'm basically that guy for the airline. Call Tommy, call Kate's, call someone because there's a there's a, a a way for you to get paid here for this. Like, Alan's <laughs> yeah. radios, Alan Sliwa opens your airplane bathroom door for you. Like, yeah. that is a, yep. a saleable thing. The uh, official,
3: official sponsor of the airplane bathroom, right. Alan Slewell. And you also,
2: you said something I thought was very interesting. You said, I'm in row 29. Where is she? She is also, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: she, she's in row, like, six.
1: Seven. <laughs> She's but, in row four, just eating lobster. Right.
3: Okay, this might be a controversial opinion, but like, why is the back row that bad? If it's not, can't it's, recline. It's I don't ever recla- recline. In yeah, my you seats, shouldn't really. be doing
0: that anyway. Yeah, well, you can. That's kind of it's, like it's, a it's bad nice guy
3: move.
1: To, it's nice to know it's there. Um, <laughs> no, no, recline. You, okay, you don't have to go all
2: the way, but a little recline.
1: There's nothing wrong and with what's, a little what's bit recline.
2: What's your etiquette for that? Because, like, are you a hey again? Alan Sliwa, yeah, you know, like you, you have a, an anchor. What I call an anchor show on this station, like you are the glue that holds it together between the morning and then the Lakers stuff at night. Completely the, disagree, the, but the thank rest you. of the stuff <laughs> is what, filler. It's <laughs> like inside the same inside the Sliwa yeah. bread. Yes, um, <laughs> you you are a very a, a powerful person. You could you could just go in there and be like, I am going to go full recline. Yep. The second we are high enough in the air and slam that bad boy back so I don't and announce that. your present with his authority. I, I, I don't do that. Okay. I'll
1: put a little recline,
2: but nothing too crazy. Three hour flight. Yep. What's your recline rate? So how far are you going back per if hour? ten is
1: the full recline, right. I'm probably hovering between four and six.
2: Now, Four is that initially line. or is that as you go along? Do you eventually get to a 10 by no, the end of the flight? No, I won't get to a so 10. So slowly that the person behind you hasn't has even no noticed. idea. That's smart. Oh, my God. <laughs> look at this bleep in front Why of me. Why every 10 when minutes this is this happen? chair getting closer but to me? But it's so slow, so imperceptible that they don't even pick it up until the end of the All flight. All right, 29 rows.
1: Would you rather be in the middle seat or the aisle seat? Aisle seat. Aisle. Window. Well, she has the window. Mm-hmm. Which is very interesting, by the way.
3: So you're gonna have someone in between you two?
1: No, no, no. So I'm Quite actually I'm right now I'm actually right now listed in the middle. Okay. Which is even funnier to me because if you had have told me <laughs> It makes pick the between, sales bit
2: better too. <laughs> pick,
1: pick between the aisle where I can grab a paper towel and flush the toilet from my seat yep. or being in the middle, I'd rather be in the aisle. Mm-hmm. But I got the middle. That's kind of that I mean, might you, be you the worst seat on the airplane. Can't, you can't make it up. Which <laughs> no, is that's which the is, worst seat on the which plane. Which is this is what kind of makes it hilarious to me. And this, my exact text to her, I'm like, this is actually very funny to me. Like <laughs> I, I, I want to be upset, but I'm like, you can't script this. That that's where they put me after we got demolished with the tickets that they were. I'm basically flying to Europe. That's the <laughs> price that I'm paying to go to Seattle. You got a wedding or For something? The why, why
2: do you, where are you going? What are you doing? Ready?
1: Gets, uh-huh. It gets even worse. It's a co-ed baby shower. Oh
3: my gosh. What? Even worse. That's the whole reason?
1: Even worse.
3: And, and is it your friend or her friend? Her friend.
1: Here's the thing. It's her best friend <laughs> and I really actually like them. So mm. I'm kind of okay with it because hanging out with them is all right. But it's pretty funny that that's what we're going up for. Are you
2: gonna get? But are you actually gonna get to hang out with them? Or are you going up there staying like a day? No, and, we're I, no, we'll be there for a few days,
1: okay. so we'll get a chance to hang.
3: So okay, here's my thing though about the back row mm-hmm. is that you get on the plane first typically, which is like okay, like I don't like sitting in the uh, like the aisle. I don't, I don't I just don't have anything. You don't like that, the aisle? No, I, I like the aisle. aisle. I'm day. just saying you don't have to sit out in the um what's it called when you're like waiting for the flight to come happen. Never, like you're one of the first. Groups to board the plane, mm-hmm. and if you're not in a rush, you don't have to be like jockeying to get off the plane first. I don't have I'm that big of, of an, an issue for. It.
0: Yeah, it's
1: the opposite, Emily. You're the no. last. Yeah, I think I, I think we'll be the last. Well,
3: first first class goes, and then everyone mm-hmm. else goes fills from the back to the front.
2: I, I think know. that's just based on your boarding. Alan though also puts himself in that group of people who need help getting on the plane. <laughs> you know what they're going to I've never tell me? seen somebody develop a limp faster <laughs> than Sliwa, you know, Gate 26. What'd you do? I just uh, rolled my ankle. <laughs> I rolled my ankle. Yeah. 6-6 six, six
1: was the game. Game was to 11. You just, yeah. you know, you got go to go hard to He hook. just
2: rolls up and, you know, the least you could do is thank me for my service <laughs> and just gets on the plane.
3: So what's the um, itinerary for this co-ed baby shower? Do you have like a, uh, what's going to happen at the baby shower?
2: I think Friday with some kind of dinner,
1: dinner at their house and then Saturday go to a restaurant. A two-day event. I don't know the details, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor, I wish I knew <laughs> How the many details. many babies are they have? <laughs> just one baby. I think there should be a rule. Like, hey, if you're having one baby, there should be one event. This, right? is like where, this is genuinely let let me, me where use, kids come in handy. Let, let like, me, like, ah, sorry, I Let, let me use it own, as, as an up. example. All right. Friday night's perfect because technically the baby shower, the actual event is on Saturday. Friday, it's like, guys, get out there. Have a great time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm so happy for everybody that's here. I'm going to kind of kick back. Dodgers play the Padres, and that should be a good game. Soto just joined the Padres. That's going to be the first time they face. I'm just trying to work, guys.
2: I just got work to do. That won't go very well, but. We could always try. So it's like a rehearsal dinner. There's a rehearsal dinner for this baby shower on Saturday. I think there is. I think there is. Are there like any that. guests that are traveling further than you?
1: Yes, Wow. Where
2: are they in? New York?
1: What's that? What, what row are they in? Um, they're probably they're probably <laughs> flying. They're doing well. a
3: cross-country trip for Some a baby that. shower? That's a lot. I think,
1: I think I have such little information on this. I'll be much better on Monday to give kind of a full recap. Of what happened, why it happened, the whole nine yards. I'm just now focused on once our show ends, mm-hmm. I will then kind of start my journey. got to go pick her up and then head down to uh, the airport. Oh, the wait. whole thing's a mess. How,
3: wait, also, I'm not even how flying much?
1: out of LAX. <laughs> I'm flying out of John Wayne.
2: Oh. So I got to, I got <laughs> to, this, like, this, this is a proper amazing. cowboy. Um, what row are you in on the way back? No idea. Oh. Yeah, we haven't got that far. <laughs> Cross that bridge when you get there. We haven't got that
0: far. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships.
2: Go to shopify.com network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com network.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save 40% site-wide. 40% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I
1: appreciate you guys being a part of the show Want to talk some uh, Dodgers baseball. So trade He's deadline. Sorry.
2: I'm What's just that? PK of, loves this. You know what it is? So I'm just, just picturing Sliwa yeah. in row 29 this afternoon. Throws on the Bluetooth <laughs> headphones with this song. He's like, you know what? I don't care. Oh, row 29. pretty great. Yeah. It's three-day co-ed baby shower. Yep. Whatever. Yep. I'm just a guy on a flight enjoying life. We get some Jack Daniels. <laughs> they guys, don't have that. It doesn't guys, make it to row gonna 29. Say, they are going to say. Although you are so close. They stop at 25. But you are so close to the... You know, the quarters of the well, – you let could me probably actually, sneak in there while they're gone and take some. say
1: this. If there is one advantage, they're pretty nice. You know, the flight attendants and everything else, and kind of get to know them. You're standing mm-hmm. right next – Yeah, they'll be easy it, to reach. If, if they're going to have a conversation – Literally and figuratively. You know when they pull their seat out in the
2: in – the, Little jump seat? Exactly. Sure, they yeah.
1: pull that out, and they're sitting down. Impossible for me not to get
2: in on the conversation. I think you should sit in the seat. Might be more comfortable yeah. than yours. Yeah, you are right. <laughs> I'd actually be okay. Hi. With that. Hey, you can't recline either. <laughs>
3: one good thing too is that the back row might not have a third person because no one well, else wants the back row. Full
2: flight. Are yeah, you sure? Flight. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a big baby shower. I also thought like they always say 100%. that and it's never full. Yeah, whole people all are I, all going to the shower.
1: I have a feeling, and I have not experienced the. You know, everybody's been complaining about flying lately, and I have not flew. I, I don't. I can't remember the last time I was playing. plane. It was a few months ago, but there's Go, been so private. much. So much attention mm-hmm. towards the flight industry and the, uh, just the whole – I guess you could say the whole um, – uh, anyways, I'm curious to kind of see what the whole experience I, is like.
2: I don't get it. I took one flight this summer, went with mm-hmm. the family to, to Denver. No um, No problem. No issues? Flight left on time, landed on okay. time, luggage there, return flight, land, took off on time, landed on time, everything where it needed to be. I don't know if people are complaining. I, I'd, I'd about almost that. be disappointed. I'd almost be disappointed at this point if everything just
1: went smooth. You know what I mean? Like i content. I'm, I'm already set up this way. They already got me from the beginning of like, hey, you want to wait another week? No problem. We'll just take more from your credit card. I, I'm in the last row. Like I, I almost feel like I'd be very disappointed if everything just went smooth and I got nothing on Monday. So we'll see what, what airline?
2: Delta is it, is it a real? Okay, it's a real airline. It's not like not like Spirit, <laughs> Frontier. This guy said it's a real airline. It's a good. It's a legitimate. I'm not airline. sure. I just saw it on it. It was on <laughs> Craigslist, <laughs> so
1: just gotta yeah. You got to roll the dice a little bit. Got
3: it on Cheapo Air.
1: Got to take your chances. It's an aeroplane. So you didn't you didn't get a chance. Um, I want to get your thoughts on this. So it was actually a very interesting show. Uh, obviously, a lot of Dodger fans, and mm-hmm. really just I think the entire baseball community. Um. When you have somebody pass, such a legend, such a great, like Vince Scully, 94 years old, was on the broadcast for 67 years, people are going to reach out and tell you stories. We could sit here for a, a week, and people would just be calling in and telling their own personal stories, Um Travis and I basically did that for the entire show yesterday, mm-hmm. and the station did that the entire yeah, day. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it, it and it the night on, before. Right, which was fantastic. And the night before. So with that, uh, with that being said, before we get into kind of some of the Dodgers stuff, um, your thoughts of what you thought made Vince so special well, yeah, and, and kind and of listen to some of the stuff. I
2: talks. had a chance to cover the Dodgers for two seasons, three seasons, I forget what it was, With for the LA Times back back in the day, uh, the gritty little Joe Torre era. Um, and, I, I mean, I I, I did not – no, Vin Scully. I didn't sit down and talk with him. But, you know, you exchange pleasantries. You see. And I was... I heard Beto tell this story too. Like, he didn't really talk to Vin because he was scared. Hmm. And I always sort of felt the same. I was like, Vin, Vin Scully does not need to be filling his day making chit chat with me like that's not something vin needs he would have been appalled by that like you know like that that's ridiculous and people told me that go talk to him what what i would do my favorite thing to do mm-hmm. though was to eavesdrop mm-hmm. on all the you know those kinds of you know we've seen a bunch of people writing about he'd love to sit with scouts and old agents and old baseball and like all these guys who were in the in the 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 press box at, at dining time, so he would sit down. You know, you know, there there's like the little annex room where like Lasorda would sit a lot and whatever. But like Vin was out talking to his friends and catching up and whatever. And so whenever I could, I would sit myself down <laughs> hmm. next to their table and you know pretend I'm sitting there and working and all I'm doing is listening to those guys tell stories. And you hear his voice and all that stuff. And but I was trying to explain this to my son who is twelve. Um, and not a baseball fan, and might have heard Vince Scully a couple times before the end when he, you know, before he retired, and so. He, but I was like, he, I was like, do you know who Vince Scully is? No, explain it. He covered Dodger games. What was it? Sixty-seven years, I think mm-hmm. was the number. And my son was like, "Wow!" Like, and and I said, "What the 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 thing that made him most special, in addition to being." just tremendously good at his job Mm -hmm. he was and the word i used was grace and in in the sense of the way that you treat other human beings not Mm. graceful in his calls which he was but i've never seen like you if if it is true that you judge people and can judge people by how they treat people that they don't need to be nice to Mm. vince Gully could have walked into the press box every day and bleep you this, and bleep you that, and just been a horrible train wreck of a human. And he's Vin Scully. It would have been fine. Like, people would have tolerated it. Would've... He was so kind and and filled with so much grace towards mm-hmm. other people. That was really what I remember mm-hmm. in, in so much of just, you know, I saw Molly Knight, uh, my friend who used to work with it at, at ESPN.com, uh, now has a sub stack about the Dodgers, wrote like, you know, Vin always would hold the door open for me. Little stuff like sure, that, for sure. ever. that's what I found so remarkable about him. Is in 67 years of doing this job, mm-hmm. you can't find someone who had a mean thing or a bad thing or behind your back. Well, let me tell you about the real Vin Scully. I, I, I can, I think I treat people reasonably well and reasonably nice. I am sure there are people that don't do not like me with cause. And Lord knows all the stuff you do on a day-to-day basis. You know, just screaming at people, sure. and interns, absolutely. I, uh, you know, I was down at Starbucks, and here's, all I hear is, "Is I said oat milk," and there's suddenly, you know, coffee everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: you're mistaken, Dean.
2: <laughs> and but like uh, that's, that's never that's, with uh, Vince skull and that, that to me is what sticks out most. Is just the the, the kindness and the grace with which he. Treated other people, and I and think that to me is the model um, that I I always took from him beyond the professional excellence. It's
1: it's well put, and it, it's funny because yesterday, I can't remember if it was a listener or if it was Oral Hershiser. You know, Hershiser came on, and it might actually been both of them, where they kept saying like he's a true gentleman, mm-hmm. like he's just a just a good person. He's just a. It didn't matter. Like we could play all these iconic calls, and we could play. Oh my gosh, listen to the silence for thirty seconds in between the call, where he allows people to soak in the experience yeah. and what's happening. There was a, there was that, which is obviously he's the greatest to do that portion of his job. But I think what you just said, I heard that more yesterday. I heard more of that than about his actual mm-hmm. calls you can't and his occupation. It. You can't
2: fake it for you can't fool people for that yeah. long. Yeah, um, and that to me is is. The you know I I, I it was uh, Fred Clare you know the old the Dodgers former Dodgers executive put it it's like you know he, he talked about a life well lived, and it wasn't just in the work that he did for the Dodgers, the work that he did in broadcasting. It was all the other stuff. I mean, like mm-hmm. he was a model for for that kind of humility and 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 grace and kindness, um, and and showing that you can you can be the best at what you mm-hmm. do and still be mm. somebody who treats others with kindness and respect and and all that cuz like i said i tell my son my 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 both of them who are old enough to understand watch how people treat people that they don't need to be kind to that's who that person is mm. and it's a good way to go through life and and he was a model for kindness to people he didn't need to be kind to
1: as um as the show progresses, we're going to kind of just take some ideas from listeners. If you got something that you'd like to see at Dodger Stadium mm. that uh, would be a great representation of honoring Vince Scully, you know, it, it is kind of ironic that they're playing the Giants. They're up in San Francisco. Yesterday they wore the patch. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned I'll get into this in a little bit, but I know the Angels – uh, moment of silence yesterday. The Padres down in San Diego. Moment of silence yesterday. Of course, everybody's kind of paying their respect. But really, what you're kind of waiting for is tomorrow when the Dodgers are back at Dodger Stadium, and it's the first time that they're at uh, their own stadium. And what will they do to honor Vin Scully? And we'll kind of obviously wait on that. But if you if you got some ideas, if there's something that you think there's a you know obviously a great way to um, represent one of the legends. Uh, certainly within the Dodgers organization, 877-710-ESPN. You could throw us your ideas. Um, BK, so I'm, I'm looking here at the standings. Dodgers are 70-33. and 70-33. They have the best record in Major League Baseball. Yankees, a couple games behind them, they're 70-35, and 35, something like that. They have a, the Dodgers have a 11-and-a-half game lead in the division. They have Big-time names that have been out for a significant amount of time or have been kind of in and out of the lineup, and they're doing this without without having all their guys. Mm-hmm. And the idea and the concept and the hope is that by the time they get maybe to mid-September, maybe Walker Bueller's back. Maybe Blake Trinan is back. Uh, Chris Taylor, I know, is on kind of on his way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Turner in and out of you the lineup know, a little bit. Did he hit home
2: run yesterday in his rehab, Taylor? Th- did think, he, I I, I'm so, not sure yeah. if he did.
1: So I, 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 mentioned I mentioned that I mentioned that because they're playing such good baseball. And they've got, I mean, if you really, really try to find the holes for the Dodgers, yeah, you could probably find one or two. But if you find one or two holes for a team that's 70 and 33 and are missing some key guys, mm-hmm. imagine the type of holes that you could find with all the other teams that are going to try to get out of the NL or the teams, the, the, the kind of elite squads in the uh, American League as well. We are two days now removed from the trade deadline. The dust settled. And by the way, a lot of teams made moves. Mm-hmm. I thought the Yankees got better. I thought the uh, the Cardinals got better. I think the Padres got better. I think the uh, Astros got better. There were a lot of teams that were aggressive to a point. Dodgers made kind of a s- couple small moves, but nothing crazy, nothing out of the ordinary. However,
2: I would make the Mostly argument— Mostly housekeeping stuff to open up spots on the 40-man roster and stuff like that.
1: Brought in a bullpen guy. You brought in Joey Gallo, and you're going to hope with him that just a new, fresh start. Mm -hmm. And the Dodgers, by the way, have been known for this, that somebody that's not having success somewhere else can come join the Dodgers, and all of a sudden he becomes... Fix him. Yeah,
2: you can fix him. It's not like Joey Gallo's never been a good player. it's just been garbage this year. Yep.
1: And I I bring that up, um, and I want to do this when we come back. I want to just kind of get your thoughts here. The dust settled, and the Dodgers are now in a, a position where... We obviously understand how good they are, but I think a lot of teams mm-hmm. did get closer to the Dodgers. Are you happy with the roster that they have the rest of the way? Are you upset that they didn't make a move at the trade deadline? Who is the biggest threat to the Dodgers as the dust settled? And uh, we'll get into that coming up next. Um, and, and also, by the way, call in right now for your chance at our Summer Friday at Harris SoCal uh that's coming up next on uh on uh, Travis and Sleeva show. Uh so let, let me kind of let me let me explain here as we get into this. Are you in a funner state of mind? Because it's time for a summer Friday at Harris Resort SoCal on Friday, August twelfth. So a week from tomorrow, uh Travis and I are gonna be out there at Harris SoCal. So call in now to win first class Harris experience with Travis and me. This is what the prize includes. One night stay at Harris SoCal for you and a guest. Yes, you will be staying in Travis's room. There's plenty of room mm-hmm. there. He is a big proponent of sharing his it's, it's, hotel it's room. Im- he, yep. it, 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 yeah, no he's, immersive,
2: I think is the word you're looking at. You it's don't an even immersive have to say. He loves it. He yes.
1: loves when listeners stay with him. $100 resort credit, lunch with the crew. Which just comes out of
2: his pocket. 100%. That's just Travis handing you a Benjamin.
1: Show your skills at the Top Golf Swing Suite as well, and a live Astley. Who doesn't love that? Probably just me. Plus, enjoy <laughs> Harris Resort, SoCal Paradise. Uh, paradise poolside in california's award-winning trifecta of pools and california's first and the nation's largest health kitchen location is opening up on august 12th as well um, this is the question i got to throw out there to espn listeners what row am i in on my flight hmm. what row am i in on my flight 877710 espn 877710 espn we'll be right back stay right here travis and slew with 710 espn <laughs>
0: We get it. Distractions happen. That's why we designed the fully electric, full-sized Volvo EX90 with the latest technology to keep you and those around you safe. Its two-sensor driver understanding system is designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. Reserve your Volvo EX90 today. Learn more at volvocars.com US.
1: All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. We appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Um, All right, we are giving away a chance to stay with Travis Rogers inside of his Mm -hmm. hotel room at Harris Resort SoCal for next Friday. And Anthony in the OC has beat everybody else to the punch at getting in. Anthony, um, I'm taking – first off, thank you for calling in, buddy, and thank you for listening. I'm taking a flight (laughs) later today to Seattle. And if you remember and you were listening earlier – not exactly in the best row. What role am I in?
3: Um, that's going to be in row
1: twenty-nine, right next to the bathroom. There we go. Okay.
2: Nice job, Anthony. Nice job. Now, man. when Travis says it's spooning time, you don't have to, but you can. But you can.
1: You can. That's right. the thing. Is it's, pretty- it, it's an option. Right. It's an option. Anthony, uh, we're looking forward to having you out next week. So we'll have a good time. We'll have lunch. Uh, we'll do our broadcast from there. Um, we'll enjoy uh, all the uh, amenities over at Harris Resort SoCal. So, looking forward to it, buddy. Thank you for uh, calling in.
3: Awesome, thank you. Man. Stand Appreciate the line; it.
1: they're going to get your info. Thanks, Anthony. Yeah, I, I mean, Sounds I can't. Like somebody I'd want to share a room. With. I can't wait nice. for Monday to roll, uh-huh. and I'm just like trying to explain. Here's the deal, Trev. They didn't know that that many listeners were coming, so <laughs> you get you're going to have four listeners in your room. It's not a big deal. I don't know why you're. It's one night. Thanks. Why are you making it such a big deal? I mean, and it's a king size bed. It's actually a queen. <laughs> it's
2: actually a queen. It's not a king. Uh, you know what you do then is you you go sideways across that's right. the bed. That's exactly what like you do. Like sardines.
1: It's it's almost like a tent. Right. Right. You and everybody's sleeping in the sleeping. You go.
2: Hor- you go vertically. Yep. Then you can only really fit three. But if you go cross, like a ladder, I everybody forward to having a conversation fits.
1: with him. Um, okay, so we were talking about two days ago, deadline ends. and, and, and Listen, I, w- I want to kind of set this up properly here with the Dodgers. There were just uh, some odds in front of us, and um, Dodgers are still the favorites to win the whole thing. I'll tell kind of a personal experience yesterday. So I was down in San Diego, had to take care of some stuff there, show ended, doing the show, everything else. Um,
2: I went you really to the are game. a jet setter. I, you're here, you're in San Diego, you're going to Seattle, you're I mean you are all over the place. I drive, are, I drive so late at night too. I'm like, what are you doing? I wait till like ten o'clock to leave, just so
1: I don't hit three minutes of traffic. I'm like, I just want a smooth ride. And by the by the time I get on, then the five freeways saying, Perfect, we're gonna shut off these three lanes. Okay. <laughs> what you start what you start seeing? It's it might be the worst thing to see when you just start seeing the arrow light mm. like, hey, these three lanes, get shelf shutting ready. Shutting them down,
2: mentally prepare. We're shutting right. them
1: down. I, I had a chance yesterday to go and uh, went to the Padre game. Mm-hmm. Went to the Padre Rocky game. Uh, Juan Soto's first game. Yeah, just to be honest with you. It, it's a very interesting vibe. Like it's kind of wait a minute. The Padres went out and got Juan Soto. That's not a Padre thing. Uh, that doesn't happen very often. But they're. I, I think they're a perfect example of a team that has to do things that even if it means they gotta give up half of their farm system to go get a guy like Juan Soto who might just be a rental and might not be there uh, for uh, the uh, long uh, term.
2: I was, rental is a strong it's it's two and a half years. It's rental is a You're right about yeah. that.
1: Yeah. It could be it could be there was a an article last week I was talking about Dylan Hernandez at LA Times put in like, hey, you can get Juan Soto for three Octobers. That's how you should look at right. it if you're the Dodgers. I mean, that's not a rental. That's, you're right. A rental was Scherzer, where you knew you were only going to have him for the rest of the year. But even Turner was, this is now a season and a half.
2: Right, but Turner like Turner, was done with the idea, I think, too, that he could stay. Scherzer, everybody knew, but was pretty sure they weren't going to bring him back.
1: And, and that was more, somebody was going to pay him a lot of money, and the Dodgers are a smart organization. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to pay somebody for... You know, X amount of years if they didn't feel like it made sense. H- how do you feel where the Dodgers sit today? How do you feel that now the trade deadline is obviously passed? And some teams went out and tried to be aggressive. I mean, there's this is the simple way that I can put it. They are the class of Major League mm-hmm. Baseball. When you look at a blueprint, and this isn't me kissing the Dodgers' ass or anything like that. It's the truth. If you look at Major League Baseball today, Everybody's looking at the Dodgers and saying, "I, I don't know where there's a hole." You shouldn't have that good of a minor league system if mm-hmm. you also have that much money. Um, and-, and there's things that they do, and the the way that they've put together their team and their roster. But they weren't aggressive at the trade deadline. What, what do you kind of look at here when you look at the Dodgers and you get into this
2: kind of final push? I it's less to me about like I th- there are questions about the lineup. You know, I mean, this Muncie thing. I think we can kind of start to agree is is not going to be fixed like soon it doesn't seem like it, it if can't it, count isn't, on it
1: if it isn't you're in the playoffs I don't think they play him I think there's a good chance well, he he's not on the line it
2: depends on the rest of it because you know Bellinger who we've seen you know kind of in and out and stuff yeah. like that yeah. I don't think that's going to get fixed anytime he's a great outfielder I mean that is it is one of the things that is which is, is his way of staying right, on the of field. staying on the field but you know there there are some some small holes here you know do you count trace if you need him to continue doing what he's been stuff like that but you're you know is taylor going to come back looks like he's getting on yeah. the road there mm-hmm. you know justin turner had finally started to hit a little bit in the last 60s 70 at bats yeah. before he gets hurt again mm-hmm. and so i think you worry about that though the team overall maybe not be perfect nobody likes Kimbrel at the back of the bullpen but like I just looked it up their run differential is double the Mets I know. the Mets are you know second uh, in, you the know, NL. in the NL mm-hmm. it's like so like they are still putting up numbers they're and their still starters are the lowest ERA right and the too. pitching's really good they slot guys mm-hmm. in um you know to 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 places where they will succeed and you know they just picked up the lead singer coldplay and he'll do fine and like I, I don't worry about them the question is just did other teams do enough to close the gap mm-hmm. and i think when you look at the lineup that the padres can put out who also have good pitching mm-hmm. the lineup that the the padres can put out is real scary because it's not just soto they also picked up josh bell and they mm-hmm. picked up brandon drury at a
1: Drury at a course, grand slam yeah. yesterday um, and and you know just to throw on this the three guys that you just mentioned they picked up they'll all come into the lineup <laughs> They didn't really lose. I mean, Eric Hosmer, I know you know, got traded. I think Voit got traded as mm-hmm. well. That's part of the part of the deal. But they didn't lose much in today's lineup that they had. Oh no, they got better. And oh, by the way, Tatis is eventually mm-hmm. going to come back. He'll probably play at some point in the next week or so. Not on the team, but uh, just kind of taking some some warm ups, and then eventually will come on. The reason why I bring it up too, because I, I I think if you if you ask yourself right now, who's the biggest threat to the dodgers Mm -hmm. now i think in major league baseball you can make the argument well anyone can win one of the in baseball you just need one guy to have a bad outing or two you could have two starting pitchers who you think are absolute aces have two bad games and then the series or that random
2: third guy who's like he's all right but he pitches like sandy koufax for a day it you know i what what i Normally, before, and I'm going to butcher this, so if somebody jump in and tell me I'm getting the details wrong. But before, no, no, that's not right. The you know confidently breezing through mistakes is something I normally do quite well. But you know, playoff format here. Before, when the, there was a premium on winning the division because you just didn't want to be. Yeah. Last year with yeah. the Dodgers, like it's scary to be a hundred and three game wins into the season or whatever it was. And you still got to play a one game playoff. Now they're going to win the division. You still have, you know, you have that, you know, three game series and all that kind of, so for the Padres perspective, it's like, yeah, you're going to play all of that on the road. Correct. It's like you go on the road for three games. And that's right. So with the expanded playoff, but you get three games. So it's worth it for San Diego to say, okay, even home road, it's not that big a deal in baseball. Where you have this lineup. It's not a one-game crapshoot. It's a three-game series. We've got pitching. We've got a, so. I mean, I look at the Dodgers. Step one is the National League. Mm-hmm. You know, are the Yankees the, the the biggest threat? Technically, yes, because they're arguably the best team in in baseball. If you There's don't, no think guarantee it's the they'd
1: get to the World Series.
2: You it you start in your own league, and I I think San Diego just because it's like I understand it's San Diego and, but people say the same thing about the Mets the Mets are going to eventually get a Met mm-hmm. I just look at that lineup and it's Soto and if you get to Tease back and they're pitching you know Emily you mentioned the Dodgers best earned run average in, in, in baseball no Padres got Potters pitching. fourth yeah they got pitching so in fourth in the National League I should mm-hmm. say not in baseball like that's they're good they can they can throw well,
1: this is this is what I think will be fascinating. And you said something, that this year is so much different than last year mm-hmm. because they are going to eventually walk into the postseason, and the idea and the hope is they're not just healthy, as in guys are healthy, but they're rested. That they can deal – September is going to be a lot different for them to deal with than it was a year ago. They're not going to have to – didn't you feel like they're just the, the air – they were done by the time we got to the postseason. When I say done, as in guys, you you felt like they were out of They're gas. Tired. Yeah. They were tired. So I think kind of coming into this year and the approach coming into the playoffs this year, that's going to have a significant impact for the Dodgers. And we'll obviously only play to their advantage. But that doesn't mean that other teams did not get better at the trade deadline I, to make something a little and bit I think more just, interesting.
2: There's just the expectation that, oh, well, Dodgers will make that deal they they've got the farm system they 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 do everything so well you talked about it at the top of the segment like their attention to detail with the little stuff how they draft put getting guys in the fourth round finding people on waivers and like you know these reclamation projects where they figure out this guy's spin rate on his fastball stuff so that we move him three inches over on in the rubber we can turn him into a really effective middle reliever and they fill these gaps in really good ways Rams are really good at this yeah. too um That I think there was just this weird expectation, well, yeah, of course they're going to get Soto. They'll get Castillo. They'll do something. And this was the first one where they didn't. All right, we're going to talk uh, more Dodgers.
1: Show goes on. Uh, But coming up, top of the hour, let's talk about LeBron. August 4th today, he is potentially due for an extension. Uh, But coming up next, hey, did you see? That's next on the Travis and Sleeva show.
0: They're like, if casual and cool, had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Slee, are you upset you didn't get to do uh, Ask Slee yesterday? That's right. I forgot about that. Just real broken. I up think about I'm okay w- with it. And then like tomorrow,
1: tomorrow I will not be doing Ashley as well. BK, you and uh, AK in the I house. Think so tomorrow? yeah, Andy's Andy's back. He's sleeping yeah. in the wilderness this week. Do you when you guys prep because it's the two of you? Do you tell him like, hey, I'm the lead and that's that? Like, do you, I, does like childhood come up? I'll be and Now with you. everybody's fighting. And
2: I I I don't. Care okay, um I don't. We don't. We don't arm wrestle about stuff like that. There's something kind of like liberating and refreshing about about oh, sitting, sitting over here, you're chilling, you're just relaxing. relaxing. You see, oh yeah, it's like you're going for a road trip, yeah, snipe. You know, say yeah, witty chewing, things every once when, when
1: Travis is here. I'm chewing sunflower. I'm not watching. Over there. I'm watching a movie. I'm not worried TV about reading. I have a remote for. I'm watching yeah. a literally a full movie. I I
2: I have done so much business. <laughs> In the first 50 minutes for while you're just, you know, bop, 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 bop on the other side. It's like, you know, I hop, oh, you're talking to me? Oh, great. A witty this is why
3: thing you here. Listen, what
0: do you got there, Tim? What do you got there? <laughs> okay, guys, did you see that an Australian artist threw a pickle from a McDonald's hamburger at an art gallery ceiling and is now charging $6,300 for it? So any purchaser of the work wouldn't receive the pickle, but would instead be given instructions on how to recreate the art in their own space. <laughs> So my question is, is the world of fine art the most pretentious line of work there is? Brian. I, the the, the work, world of fine art people buying it, I think,
2: might be. Because the person selling that for $6,300 is genius. Um, I, I have no problem with that. Like, if you live in a world where you need instructions on how to recreate a pickle being thrown on a ceiling and you're willing to pay for that, kudos to the guy who got you to give up your money.
1: I just don't understand the world. That's my problem. Like, if you're ever, if you're ever going out for a walk or not – you're ever in an area – I was in Solana Beach area a couple of weeks ago, and there's a lot of art galleries there. So you mm-hmm. kind of walk into one of them, and I walk away saying, I don't understand what I just saw. I don't understand. It's kind of cool. It's this, and then there's a price tag on it. It's eleven grand. I'm like, i am like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what the value is. So – the pickle up on there. I think the, I think you're onto something. Of if somebody actually thought, "Hey, I want to buy this." Don't hate the player, hate the game. But right. to
2: some degree, you're just trolling. Like, I, any any industry where where you are dealing with people, I'm not here to say that there aren't artists or uh, musicians. What are you or trying to say, bro? Radio performers that aren't pretentious human beings. Yeah. I mean, row twenty nine over yeah. here. <laughs> They take um, care of me, rich guy Travis Rogers. <laughs> they, too. T- they take care of me at Delta, but like to some degree, I, I always think it's the crowd. Like the crowd. Like I found a lot of like the you know when we, the the crypto crowd, the NFT crowd. Like yep. whenever you have people with disposable income, yep, like way more than they know what to do with. Andy Kameninsky. you you run the risk of this. Redfin thinks I went. I got a listing from Redfin yesterday. I get the, like the emails about yeah, like, yeah. Six point five sure. million yeah. dollars yeah. in Hancock Park.
3: Yep, chump
1: change. Yeah, I love when they throw those. Hey, have you ever want to live in San Marino or Beverly Hills? Yeah, <laughs> I, I have wanted to. Go on. Why are you sending oh. this to me?
3: I also don't. I, I don't get I don't get the pickle. <laughs> if I'm going to spend this much money on something, I'm going to get that pickle on the
0: ceiling. What kind of pickle?
2: I don't Just know. A whatever. Regular McDonald's. Yeah, from
0: McDonald's. Hamburger. Just a slice. It's pickle. the
2: instructions that get me. Well, how Ugh. do
0: you get it to stick? This is a question. Practice a little,
2: presumably, but a little ketchup, little I was say, mustard, a little mustard little something. on it maybe.
0: Hmm. Come on,
1: Taylor, you gotta think out of the box. It's like bro. a Spongebob gas. This is art. Out of my I mean, idea. how do
2: you you know you've seen the trick where you take the pasta out and you throw it at the wall and if yeah. it sticks, it's done. I mean mm-hmm. stuff sticks, man.
0: As okay. the old saying goes. Next question. Did you see that sixty percent of parents text their kids when dinner is ready? So did your family eat together when you were a kid and how did your parents let you know it was time to eat, sleep? So it was kind of weird growing up. Dinner wasn't our meal; it was lunch. Mm. But
1: it was like a random time. It Was when we got back from didn't school. go to
2: school. I was gonna say it was when we got back like from school. A, a so late like, lunch.
1: Is that why you still do it today? Like three o'clock. Three oh. o'clock. Was Are you like sure our that time. wasn't
2: early dinner for them? No,
1: because I would eat again.
2: Okay, I was uh, I didn't definitely say you. eating I said again. I them.
1: Who's them? Like my family. And also, yeah. what did
3: you do during the lunch hour?
1: Oh, mom would make like no, but real you're, deal you're food. You're so at like school. five meals a day. Yeah.
3: You're at school. It's a lot of meals,
1: bro. Lunch school. Listen, listen, I was, uh, I maybe had a couple extra pounds yeah. growing up, you know. So I'm at school. I'm eating whatever, peanut butter jelly, whatever it is, right? But when you got home, mom was making a home cooked meal. Hmm. Three o'clock. What the hell's going on? And, and then she texted you. Eight o'clock. I was eating again, uh, and my dad was working, so he wasn't home.
2: The uh, well, first thing they did was they unlocked the basement <laughs> to let to let us out. Yep um and assuming we had done our chores sure um gruel no we ate all the time <laughs> we ate together all the time that was we we, if, no, was we had practice it just
1: happened now did we you try. take that from... we try
2: okay um it is hard we got soccer practice you yep. know with the kids you know mm-hmm. three out of five days of the week and sometimes the three-year-old's not really in the mood to sit with you and so so we try to put everybody at the table you know screens off yep. put your stuff down and have some kind of conversation
1: and you're usually at the bar around 6
2: six thirty. 30 mm-hmm. so we eat early <laughs> i'm like the Sleeves. we eat dinner we're eating at five o'clock they <laughs> got somewhere to be at six right,
0: we got time for one more okay did you see that the pistons are reviving a version of their classic teal jerseys that they wore from 96 to 01 yeah. so mm-hmm. think grant hill jerry stackhouse mm-hmm. i'm a big fan of jerseys from that era so brian i want to know who was the greatest jersey retro or current in nba history
2: Ooh, mm. that's good. Retro. I love the old Sixers uniforms, the ones they brought back yeah. with the, uh, you know, with like their city uniforms or whatever they've been doing. Last those were spectacular. I like the old stripy Nuggets ones. I like you the weird. I like the weird out. ones from 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 basketball at least.
1: I don't know why I like the one that always sticks out to me is the Sonics. Mm. I just love the Seattle's different. I, it was different. It was them. Yeah. Like it was. There is no. You know. So many times you're trying to have a unique jersey portland's you're like trying that. to yeah portland actually is another good one but the sonics you just knew them. it's like yeah that's the seattle supersonics the white ones were good the green ones were good what about
2: the era of like like hype like super cartoonish giant logos like the grizzlies had yeah. the bear that just took up the entire thing i'm looking you know, at utah right now. had those terrible jerseys. the stockton malone Things that's what they were wearing when they
0: played. The Taylor, Tigers. you're a huge yeah. NBA. Uh, Those were terrible. NBA fan. What, what 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 was your favorite from that era? Is going to be the Raptors. Raptors. With with the big. That's what with I would say. The have big said dinosaur.
1: Yeah. Giant yeah. dinosaur. Barney. All right. Um. So it is a. It's kind of an interesting time right now. LeBron is today's the first day that the Lakers can offer him a two year extension. When we come back, I want to spend a little time on that. Um, should LeBron Sign an extension if he's offered it. Does he put more pressure on the organization to kind of hold up and wait, see what happens with Russ? We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa, 710 ESPN.